Today's episode is going to be a bit different. I've just completed the Midnight series, the Midnight Trilogy by Sister Soldier, and I want to reflect on those three books because there was a lot, a lot, a lot in those pages that are significant to black people around the world. Uh, Midnight was specifically located in America for his young life, Um, but he didn't start there. And that's a big difference. That's a big factor in who he is, who he's becoming as a young man, and how he conducts himself in the world, literally in the world as he travels the world. So a theme throughout all three books is culture. Culture from his original birthplace, Sudan, where he's not just a boy born into a family, he's an extension of his father's father's father and he carries the name of his father's father's father and the wisdom and the practices and the habits and the traditions and the belief and even though his father goes beyond that it's never not a part of who his father was or is and who midnight is and who he will be to his children as well the thing is black people all over the globe have similar things in their DNA but because of events uh, and intrusion into our um, motherland we've been changed from our original selves and this is a book for me for me that is a reminder of what lives within us, what what runs through our veins, our blood, our DNA, our memory. Culture affects self-love, self-care, self-awareness, self-respect, self-defense, self-preservation, self-compassion. When you have a culture that says you are worth everything the Creator created you to be, You're going to take better care of yourself. You're going to have better boundaries. You're going to be able to hold strong to your faith because it's a part of who you are. So Midnight. Starting out in book one, Midnight, A Gangsta Love Story, we're introduced to his background. And he comes from a very strong, grounded place. Now, not literally because there's political upheaval and as we see even in our own country um our own country in the country i live in right now which is america in the year 2021 a lot of stuff goes on politically everywhere around the world which is no different than the country that midnight comes from but he's grounded within his own family system and he's connected What has happened, and as we see throughout the book, what has happened to black people around the world, where you see disenfranchisement, marginalization, 
um, just a lot of negativity and toxicity happening happens in places majorly because we're disconnected from who we are in our DNA and we have begun to believe not begun we believed in lies we were literally told lies about who we are our identity was constructed for us and now we're living it out as if it's really the truth of who we are and for some people at this point it is their truth and that can't be denied either so midnight gets to America a lot of immigrants come to America and perspective is shaped by your experiences as well as your culture especially from young so when he gets to America his father's university friend if he would have gone with his father's friend from university this would have been a different book it would have been a whole it, could, it would have been a great book as well but a different path but what happened was midnight for those who've read it and those who've listened in midnight was taken on another path a path where he was shown that some people in America are not really a friend, they just say that. <laughs> so his father's friend never showed up for his father's family in the way they needed him to. They ended up spending too much money at the hotel, went for an agent. In America, black is seen a certain way by certain people. When the agent saw Midnight and his pregnant mother, she took him straight to the projects. And that's where the story begins. Young Midnight, strong faith belief in the creator praying five times a day faith is not just something to be talked about one day a week or if he's in trouble and he has a need for God as he calls God Allah to intervene faith is daily throughout everything so he gets there the black people in America who happen to live in the projects and as we'll see throughout this series, there are different kinds of black people all around the world. But the first people who he comes in direct contact with are the black youth living in the Brooklyn projects he was sent to live in, assigned literally by the uh, real estate agent. The I believe she was Jewish by her last name, real estate agent who just saw his black skin and be like, oh, he fits him right here. And so he gets there and he has his culture and his religion and his, his African wear immediately teased. And um, a little background about myself. I was born in New York City. I was living in New York City in the time of the late 80s, um, the time that was discussed in this book. And that's the unfortunate truth. We would laugh at people from other countries, whether it was Africa, Haiti, the Caribbean. We didn't laugh at the British ones, though, because we liked their accent. It was so European. But um, he gets to the projects, and, you know, they try to incorporate him into their quote-unquote hood life. The good thing about everything his father and his grandfather did when they were in his life directly they infused his whole body mind soul and body with their culture their faith from the way they eat to the way they take good care of their bodies and their minds the way he's protective of himself and his family 
especially his mom, and he was aware, and he was able to defend himself. They sent a solid boy to America. Somebody else, not everybody in Africa doesn't grow up like that, just like everybody in America doesn't grow up the same way, or everybody in Asia, Europe, but this particular, particular young man was very, very, very grounded in his culture, in his faith, in his awareness of himself, and they taught him the reality that you have to defend yourself. And so he was ready. He was ready. He didn't expect it, but he was ready for the unexpected. And he wasn't thinking everything was going to be roses and flowers and easy and sugar. You know, that's, that's not real life. And so he came up on the projects and the people there and the situations, and he stood his ground, and he survived. But it wasn't always, um, it wasn't something he wanted to continue because his young sister was born there, and he knew it wouldn't be good if she grew up there, became a teenager there, and was influenced by the other young ladies who had lost their way had lost their way and didn't even know it. So the book is heavy, heavy, heavy on how culture, again, affects self-love, self-care, self-awareness, self-respect, self-defense, self-preservation, and self-compassion. Even to the point where when he does start being attracted, and attraction starts puberty, Puberty comes early for some people. I don't know the age, the exact age, but I know it comes earlier for some and later for others. But when puberty hits, and for him, he was attracted to the opposite sex heavily, naturally, easily. But he was attracted beyond just what she looked like. He was attracted to the fact that she took amazing care of herself that she was into something. It didn't have to be the art, but she was into developing herself as an individual. She was loving, she was caring, she was kind. Because he has such self-love, self-awareness, self-respect, he wanted somebody that was the same caliber. Just like when people who have gone through trauma that they don't heal, they're going to attach to people who have trauma and then two trauma people bring more trauma into their lives but this is just my reflection on the book the first book I would love to hear from you what is your reflection if you've read the book if you've listened to the book and I'm just talking about Midnight a Gangsta Love Story that very first book from the lessons of his father um, what's one of the quotes I liked his father said, be cool, take it easy, carry out your plans in life, slow and steady, push hard. It's almost like his father knew that Midnight would face certain things that he wouldn't be able to be there to walk him through. And one thing I did love, too, is how his father and his grandfather were throughout the book were weaved throughout the book and their lessons would come to him um, at different times when he needed it and that speaks to the spirituality beyond just the Islam that he practices but also African spirituality and how 
there is a belief that the spirits don't actually die. They leave the physical body, but they're still with us as long as we, we remember their names and their what they meant to our lives and in our lives. So Midnight, a gangster love story, starts out again with his dad and then goes on into um, his experiences like at the airport when they land and the customer the customer um, customs officers were really disrespectful to his mom and that prompted midnight to just go into protection mode and then of course he gets to meet Daquan who just increases his ability to fight and defend himself and Daquan thought he was doing something to midnight but he was just building him up and then, um, and of course, how can I not get into how Midnight handled economics and finances and teaching about, yeah, it's good to buy a house, but is it good to owe a bank, a corporate bank, 30 years of your life? Not everybody can save enough money to buy a house outright. But they did it, and that was, they worked hard, too. And Midnight was a hard worker. I loved how he went and got the job with Cho, and he wasn't afraid of hard work. Just because he came from an estate, all kinds of cars, he had the three diamonds, his mother had her jewelry, he was um, obviously a, a young boy of stature in his country, but he still came over here, and he wasn't afraid to work. Um, he did get heavily influenced by Brooklyn style. Can't miss that factor either. I loved so many aspects of her writing. And again, I definitely want to hear from my listeners. Like, what stuck out to you the most? What did you like the most? What did you dislike the most about this series? What was your biggest takeaway from this series? I loved how he loved his Uma so much. I hated how they um, had to just, you know, how they got treated sometimes. I loved how they never let it break them down. They just always had that solid bond between mother and son. And she wasn't afraid. One thing that was curious to me is how he was out sometimes as a young teenager, like, 2.30 in the morning, coming from basketball practice, like, I don't know, but she trusted her son, she knew how much she and her husband, and she had faith, that faith, she was heavily, heavily into her faith, so, I just answered my own question, um, one of my favorite quotes was, we made quiet money, Uma and me, it was strange to us how an American salary was so much more than a Sudanese salary, yet American workers remained poor. It was strange remembering Uma's employees back home earned so much less, but we had so much more. Swiftly, we realized that a salary here in America meant next to nothing. We needed to have a business of our own. I loved how he taught she taught the writer, author, Sister Soldier taught family economics. 
connection, deep, 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 deep connection to family, faith, culture, and that's what's missing in black America. Because, yeah, but that's in book three. We meet the family that, that the black family that does do well, but once they do well, because their mind is so off being African, they just try to mirror what they see Europeans do and just do the worst kind of business ever, but that's in book three. But again, I want to hear from you. Email me at blackloveissimplybeautiful at gmail.com with your questions, comments, insights, takeaways, lessons learned, what you did like, what you didn't like. That is B L. A-C-K-L-O-V-E-I-S-I-M-P-L-Y-B-E-A-U-T-I-F-U-L at gmail.com. And I'll read your questions, your comments. If you want your name included, just let me know and I will if you want to be anonymous just write anonymous and um, we'll discuss do like a yeah like a book club and again we're reflecting on Midnight a Gangsta Love Story the first book of the trilogy looking forward to hearing from you one